Hey guys, this is Danny. And this is Jenny Fuentes. And this is Dear Husband, Dear Wife. Yes, it is a podcast that is um, about an imperfect couple keeping mm -hmm. it 100% real. Um, where we talk about dating, marriage, and sex. Yeah, <laughs> all of it. Yes, it is unscripted mm -hmm. and it's centered in the truth. Yes, we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, the messed up, the shady, the pretty things, the beautiful things, all of it. All. Jam-packed. Yes. So thank you for tuning in and we get hope, ready. Yeah. We hope what? I don't know. We just hope. <laughs> we just hope. We just hope that you will enjoy just... the episode that you're about to hear. Yeah. All right, y'all. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to Dear Husband, Dear Wife. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a while. A long, long while. <laughs> yeah. Um, we took a break. We needed to. And then crap happened. Yep. And so... Um, and now we're back. And now we're back, yeah. 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 Sorry, guys. Maybe a lot of you believed we ended the podcast but no we did not <laughs> no we did not no we did not um yeah. yeah so welcome to 2023 i guess yeah that's true 2023 yeah. last time we uh did an episode was in 2022 which feels far away yeah we have a couple of psa uh, or i have a psa to make i guess and um after taking some time to actually Reconsider everything and how things were. We were balancing work. We were balancing new jobs. You know, a couple of things came up that we needed to both just kind of address and figure out. And, well, the public service announcement that I had to make is we are actually moving to bi-weekly instead of weekly podcasts. Yeah. We figured we would be more committed and more consistent by being yeah. bi-weekly instead of a weekly one. Yeah. We were being too ambitious. Too ambitious, but yes. that's life, right? Yeah. So You're ambitious, and then you fall flat on your face, and then you <laughs> so tune it back. We are scaling back in the sense of frequency of time that we're going to be giving our podcasts, but we are back, and we're back with good stuff. Yeah. You know, a lot of stuff has happened, too, and that has also helped us to come up with some new material and new insight and... Um, you know, as people say, I, I don't drink wine. My husband and I, we don't drink wine. But people say that as you get older, you age fine like wine. Is that even a saying? Is that what it is? You age fine like wine? I don't know what the hell you're saying, baby. <laughs> but, I don't know. But the point is, I don't know. we are becoming more wiser, learning a lot of more things. And so we get to bring more stuff to the table. Mm hmm Yeah. So let's get started with today's episode. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Forgiveness. <laughs> it's more than saying sorry. To forgive is divine. <laughs> so have a glass of wine and make up sex. Till the end of time, 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 time. Till the end of time. <laughs> All right. Okay, so forgive. All right, guys. Thank you. This is a good <laughs> podcast. Until next week. No, 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 no. All right. So I figured, we figured we would talk about this um, just because it's pretty um, fresh 
And yeah, I mean, as Jenny previously mentioned, some things kind of rose up for Danny and, you know, um, even for myself, I guess, in our marriage and just recently. And I guess one of the biggest things that we've we've learned in 10 years of marriage is the importance of forgiving each other and forgiving one another and how to move forward. Um, It's not easy. It's not simple. It's not something that naturally comes, I guess you can say, but we have been journeying for the last 10 years together and a lot of things have happened in our marriage from pornography to lack of trust to lying to each other to um i don't know i mean (laughs) saying things to each other that can be probably very offensive right or doing things that sometimes we do them intentional and sometimes we do them unintentional and so we figured one of the biggest pedestals or foundations i guess you you would want to say that we have learned in our years of marriage is the importance of forgiveness. And so, um, yeah, I guess one of the biggest ways to actually do it is by simply what? Just asking for forgiveness. And what does that look like? So I guess the question can be, you know, what does forgiveness look like? And what does it look like to forgive? Yes. Oh, are you asking me? What? Oh, sorry. Um, what does it look like to forgive? Oh, ask for forgiveness, I guess. Or ask for forgiveness. I don't know. It's hard. Jenny's usually better at at that than I am. Um, the reason why I have difficulties uh, forgiving is because, I guess you could say, you know, I had a childhood of just, you know always screwing up and always messing up and I always get something wrong or I didn't do something right. So it's like when that's all you hear, you kind of get to this point in life where you're like, F it. I don't care. So, you know, for me, it's kind of, it's kind of been that, not been that way, but I kind of took that approach. um, And if I offended people, then I just didn't care Um, because I was more thoughtful about myself Mm. kept thinking about myself more Um, so whenever we run into hiccups Jenny's always the first one to apologize which is very kind of her and she doesn't have to because 99.9% of the screw up is usually on me so I would beg to differ well it's always Mostly me. <laughs> I mean, that's I usually how. Too. That's usually how it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, forgiveness is obviously a key component to everyday life. Um, I've definitely been forgiven of things that I shouldn't have been forgiven for. Um, you know, God forgives us for the things that we do wrong. Um, for some of us, we, you know, we're forgiven for the things that we constantly keep doing wrong. Mm. And so, you know, at some point we learn, at some point we kind of just have that epiphany where we just snap one day, you know, and we're like, what the heck have I been doing? Or why have I been doing this over and over? 
But um, in any marriage, relationship, uh, forgiveness is a big deal. Um, I think it just helps to let go of the things that, that do offend us, that do hurt us. Mm. To not to say that that we don't care or that, you know, um, you shouldn't take into consideration. But I think being able to forgive someone allows you the opportunity to heal. Yeah. You know, and I think also to receive it, not necessarily just to forgive someone, but to also being able to receive it. Um, I know for me, it's it's kind of hard to receive it when I do when I am forgiven of things that I've done wrong, where I know I'm like, dang, like this was really, really, really bad. Um, I I tend to beat myself up for quite a while because, you know, again, it's it's something that I know, like I shouldn't have done or I shouldn't have said this. And, you know, instead, like instead of getting punished or instead of getting my ass kicked for it, I'm, you know, forgiven. And so it's like... You know, that's not the outcome that I'm always expecting. I always expect, like, some form of punishment. But even God doesn't work that way. Yeah. I mean, he does punish those that he loves, but I think it's different. Like, when you expect a punishment, you know, he just, he he doesn't function the way we, we we, you know, we think he should. And his grace and his kindness and, his ability to forgive without even thinking about it twice is, um, I think it's a big deal. Yeah, I think that's, I think, you know, Danny basically touched on three, three of the important keys when it comes to forgiveness. Like, the first one is obviously you have to ask for it. You know, if, if you're the one who did wrong, ask for forgiveness. And that's the first step. Like, that's the first key that we want to talk about. And I, I think Danny, you know, touched on this and how it's not easy to ask for forgiveness. A lot of the times our pride gets in the way. A lot of the times, um, especially, I guess this is, I'll give you my side of the story. Like I, Danny has always said this to me. Like when I screw up because he has asked me to do something, Sorry, to not do something. It's usually when he tells me, don't do this, please. It bothers me. And I continuously <laughs> do it. I I am like Jenny said, I'm constantly saying sorry first. But I'm like a, what do you call those? I, I, I'm, I'm like Oprah. You get a car, so you get a sorry, you get a sorry, and you get a sorry. And, and everyone gets a sorry. So I'm constantly like apologizing. But one of the things I remember, I would never forget when Danny said this to me once. He's like, I don't want your sorries if you're not going to basically follow them up with an action. And I was appalled, first and foremost, because I was like, how dare you not want my apology? But then he was right. You know, I think one of the biggest things about forgiveness is when we ask for it, we have to follow through with action. Um, you know, um, the truth of the matter is like we we are so some of us can be so easy easily convicted to want to apologize, but we do it by words. 
um, you know, Paul Paul writes like constantly. I'm actually like going through the book of Corinthians right now, and like he's constantly writing to the Corinthians, saying like, "Hey, like, don't just say you're gonna do things. Like, actually do them. It's not about words. It's about like actually being able to put into action what you are apologizing for." And I think I think that's the first key is like when you do ask for forgiveness, follow it up with action. Because the truth of the matter is it's, it's, it's not just about saying sorry. It, it's really genuinely about following through with an action. Like when Danny apologizes to me because he either, you know, did something or whatever, something happened. M- my expectation from my husband, for my husband, sorry, is that I would see him follow through with action. Don't just apologize. But now it's like, what are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about what you did wrong? And vice versa, you know, when Danny constantly would tell me, like, I don't want your apology. Like, you have to, you keep on saying I'm sorry, but you keep doing it this over and over and over. And so the truth is like, when am I going to stop and consider what my husband's actually saying to me? When am I actually going to actively listen to him? Not just listen, quote unquote, to him, but actually actively listen to him. And so that's like the first key is like ask for forgiveness followed by action, taking steps to remedy, to reconstruct that trust that was probably broken or, you know, to reconstruct that respect that was probably lost. So that's key number one, right? Like, I mean, what is key number two? Oh, key number two, you said it, was to let it go. Like, let Mm, go. You know, like, letting go of any offense. So that's for the person who has been offended. And also, for the person who has committed the error, letting go of that guilt and that shame Mm. is going to Mm. be so important. Yeah, um, it's, it's, again, for me, it's pretty hard to to let go because, you know, I you do something wrong or you do something that really really hurt your spouse or whatever your your girlfriend boyfriend um you know and it's for me for me in particular it it it's difficult for me to let go like you know i kind of grew up in an environment in a home environment where if something really really bad happened it kind of just lingered and everybody just walked on eggshells and then you know at some point, you know, things just eventually became normal, but it took time. And I remember I kind of didn't, I never wanted that to be a thing, mm-hmm. you know, in my marriage. And so I remember when bad things would happen or, you know, whatever, I would do something wrong or, or Jenny would say something that hurt. I would just like brush it off and I'm like, yeah, whatever, let's just, you know, keep it moving kind of thing. But, Obviously, that was more of a side effect because of the fact that I didn't want things to continuously linger, which my approach wasn't also helpful at all. Um, but it's just, you know, it's a work, it's a it's a process to to have and to, to keep working on it. Because, again, you know, you don't want to you don't want to keep going back to the things that that affected you. You know, I don't think any marriage would function if. If either if either spouse is constantly bringing up things of the past and mm. oh you used to do this or you used to do that, 
you know, and that's the key word, used to, meaning yeah. not anymore, but, you know, why is it still coming up? Or why is it still showing up? And, and if it's still coming up, why does it feel like it just happened when that's not the case? Yeah. So, you know, part of the part of the lesson in life is to be able to, you know, forgive yourself and to also let go of the guilt. Yeah, it's going to hurt, you know, because... Mm. That's not our intentions. You know, we're not heartless, coldless, you know, cold creatures to, you know, cause and inflict pain on those that we care for and not care about it. But, you know, we um, we have to we have to remind ourselves to work on stuff to to be able to get better, to become better versions of ourselves. And sometimes that again, that just means, you know, to to have the courage to be able to see what flaws were, you know, were exposed and to forgive and to forgive ourselves and to be able to just, you know, move forward. And again, it's different for everybody. It's not, it's not going to look one certain way. You know, this, this is not a one size fits all kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's different for everybody, you know? Yeah, that's so true. I think that's really important. That's a great point that you're making like it it is going to be different for everyone and I know that I mean it's like if you're listening to this podcast and let's say you're really um walking through a season where your significant other has either cheated on you or um there's been infidelity to some extent I guess that's the word I'm going to use I mean, yeah, you still want to be able to forgive the person who did this harm to you, who broke your heart, who broke your trust. But at the same time, I I get it. I don't I don't want to. I'm, what we're not trying to preach and say you got to stay with the person and and whatnot. You know, like it, it, in reality, each relationship is so different and tailored so different. And some Christians will say you got to stick it up. Others will say, hey, you have the right to divorce or whatever or separate or break up with the person Uh, but the truth of the matter is we believe both Danny and I believe that we are no one to speak into people's relationships but we believe that the work of the Holy Spirit will be the one to guide each and every single one of you on the decision that you guys make right so and we just want you to know that no matter what at the end of the day when someone does cause you harm and someone asks for forgiveness forgive them you know, scripture says in Ephesians four thirty one and 32, it says, um, and I'm going to probably butcher it, but it's basically saying like, we got to let go of all like this bitterness, the wrath, um, some anger, you know, all this like malice and slandering. Like we, we tend to talk negatively about the people who hurt us. Right. Um, but it also calls us into action. Instead, it says that we should be kind to one another. We have to be tenderhearted to one another, um, forgiving one another. Um, just like Danny says, just like God forgives us, you know? And so um, as I think about that, it's like at the end of the day, don't hold a grudge. And hey, what about if they don't ask for forgiveness? What about about if they don't come and apologize? Then you would be doing a disservice to yourself if you're still holding that grudge because you're the one who's like ending in bitterness. You're the one who's making your life miserable by holding this person, um, I don't know, like 
holding this person accountable to want to apologize to you, yet they're not going to apologize to you. Sometimes some people won't admit to their mistakes. And so no matter what, your role, your role is to follow up with an action. And that it's like, fine, you didn't ask for forgiveness, but I'm still going to follow with action by loving you and forgiving you, even despite the fact that you have not acknowledged what you did wrong. You know, and so... Yeah, I think, you know, letting go is is the most important thing to be able to do, to let go of that grudge, to let go of that bitterness that you probably are holding. Um, Or even, like, sadness. Because sometimes when someone that you love does something, you become very, very sad. I mean, I've experienced it where I become so sad when Denny has done certain things or say certain things. Um, But that's not the way the Lord wants us to live he does not want us to continue to hold on to sadness either so letting go of that sadness letting go of control of wanting to control the situation and allowing god into your emotions and inviting jesus to be able to heal um the brokenness that you're feeling at that moment and so yeah and then so that leads us to the third key which is that danny mentioned to be able to receive the forgiveness Mm -hmm. you know and be able to receive it wholeheartedly yeah, that's also another um, difficult uh, characteristic. Again, just because I'm not, I'm not used to it. Um, you know, um, I just grew up in a home environment where it was just easy to take the blame because someone had to get blamed. Um, you know, so it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where I'm still working on it. Um, trying to find a balance to many things of life you know and being able to receive forgiveness has definitely been one that I'm still working on cuz the truth is I I've never really felt like I've never been the person where I can go do something really bad and then be like I expect forgiveness hmm. you know like I've I've I can I I've never thought about it like that and i've never you know been able to function like that i do something wrong or something hurtful and i'm like okay lord let me just hit me with your wrath so i can feel better kind of thing you know like i need to i need to get tossed around this earth a couple times for me to say like okay now i feel like i can you know come back to to grace but again that's not how god operates and you know his forgiveness is never ending and he chooses to love and, and approaches it in a way where you're like, what the heck? Like, this is not how it's supposed to be. So I'm still working on that. Yeah, there's this beautiful song um, that, I'll take a worship song um, that's old, but um, there's, a, there's a stanza that says, it's your, it's your loving kindness that leads us to repentance, right? And, and that's scriptural, right? You know, like it's God's loving kindness that leads us to repentance, that it leads us to repent. And so his loving kindness is constantly showering us with love. And, and he's like, he's a good, good father. And we'll be tapping into like um, father wounds and mother wounds. And so I know that for some people it's hard to um, accept the image of God being a good father because of trauma, right? Um, daddy wounds and whatnot. And though this is not the episode that we're going to be talking about that, like it, it's just uh, seeing God as someone who can forgive, seeing God as someone who does not hold a grudge against you. It's, 
is the most important visual you can actually adopt and believe and accept because by doing so by receiving the forgiveness of god first for whatever it is that you did wrong when you go and ask for forgiveness and you follow through with action and you let go of your shame then you are able to receive that person the person's forgiveness whoever you ended up hurting and vice versa when you you know keep a person accountable for the way that they have hurt you you let go of any grudge and resentment that you have towards that individual and you are able to receive that person's apology too so it goes two ways receiving goes two ways it's you the person who offended being able to receive forgiveness from the person that says i forgive you and vice versa for the person who was offended, being able to receive the I am sorry by the person who ended up offending. And so those are very important and monumental moments for reconciliation. Um, it's how you build trust again. It's how you, and it's going to take some time sometimes. You got to work on trust. Um, but it's how you take the step to constantly staying in communion with one another. And that's what a marriage is. A marriage is communion with one another, despite the hardships, despite the offenses, because um, we are going to make mistakes and we are going to one way or another screw it up, whether it is by words, whether it is by actions, we are going to screw it up. We are bound to because we are flawed people in the moment you see your spouse as a flawed person and accept that that's who you also are, then forgiveness and reconciliation will be a lot much more easier. But if you are holding your spouse in a pedestal and making them these perfect individuals and holding the standard in a way that God doesn't even hold a standard on us. Yes, he calls us to be holy, right? But even that, he knows we're going to screw up. And that's why constantly Jesus is 100% of the time by sitting at the throne in heaven, reminding the Father, my blood was shed for this person, right? He's constantly advocating for us, right? So though the standard is to be holy we will screw it up it's the same way with our with our loved ones like we are going to screw it up and so i'm talking to married couples right now i want to be specific because if you're dating you have more freedom to be able to say i gotta really think about if this relationship is healthy for me right depending on the person's actions but if you're married, so I'm going to zone into marriage right now. If you're married, we don't have that freedom to just constantly say, I'm not going to forgive my husband or my wife. Like, you really have to remember, you can't hold your spouse in a pedestal. We are all flawed. So I encourage you to remember these three keys. Number one, ask for forgiveness. Number two, you know, Follow that, obviously. Number one, ask for forgiveness followed by action. Number two, 
let go of any grudge, resentment, shame, guilt, whichever it is that you're holding on to. And number three, learn to receive a person's forgiveness and learn to give it freely. Like learn to give it because that's the way that God has intended for us to live in our marriage, to live in in harmony. Um, because what the devil wants is constantly is to destroy marriages. Um, and that's the truth, you know. Um, it's the ministry that God literally models for us from beginning to end in scripture. At the end of the day, it's all about a wedding. It's about us, the church, marrying Christ. So marriages are so sacred. And it's the one thing that the enemy is going to use to destroy. So, yeah, I think, um, I mean, I don't know. Any other thoughts? Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much sums it up. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a learning process. It's different for everyone, um, but you know, these are just uh, helpful tools that you know. Again, we're not perfect, and we still have areas in our lives that we are constantly working on. Um, but we share this with everyone, so you know, people can feel that there is hope and um, there is light on the other side of the tunnel. Yeah. So. Um, You know, I just hope that, uh, again, that everyone would just, you know, be mindful of where you are in your life. And, you know, if there are things taking place that are that is affecting your spouse and, you know, we can always, you know, take a take a pause to look at what those things are and and make a positive change. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, we will see you in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks, guys. And we look forward to being more consistent and following through. So thank you guys for your patience. Thank you for our faithful listeners who have been wondering where we've been. Um, Yeah, sorry, guys. um, Thank you, thank you to all. We're sending you a bunch of um, love, and we really genuinely appreciate you guys. Thank you for this opportunity. Yeah. All right, have a wonderful Day, evening, night, whatever it is that you're about to do. Mm-hmm. Weekend. Yep. Week. Week. Whenever it is that you listen to this. Yeah. All right. Adios. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much again for listening to the episode and for tuning in to the podcast. Again, I hope that um, the episodes and the podcast um, are encouraging I hope that it brings you guys new light, new perspective, uh, a new approach to the marriage, to marriages, to relationships. Um, We hope that it gives you guys the right tools to be able to move forward and how it fits best for you. Yeah. And if you have any questions um, or you want more details, just go ahead and follow us on Instagram at our Instagram handle, which is Danny and Jenny, or email us at contact at dannyandjenny.com. We look forward to to hearing from you. Yeah. yeah, and to the next episode. Awesome. All right. Take care. Adios.